Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of Repeat Theater. This will be my review of Breaking Bad Season 2, Episodes 3 and 4. It will contain spoilers for Episodes 3 and 4, but not beyond them. I don't dip into later episodes or later seasons when I do my reviews, but it will contain spoilers for Episodes 3 and 4. Repeat Theater goes live Monday through Thursday on YouTube around 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, RepeatTheaterLive.com will get you there if you want to take part in the live videos. If you want to support directly and become a paying member, there's a join button on YouTube or you can go to repeattheater.com to go to the Patreon. Just take the live out. Repeattheaterlive.com brings you to the YouTube. Uh, This is one of my favorite shows of all time, and as we continue to work through it, I continue to really appreciate how much work and artistry they put into the transformation, not just of Walt as the lead character, but as the people around him are also impacted and transform and do different things, whether they compromise or they try to improve or better themselves or make up for their own mistakes. It really is just a fantastic show. We're always watching for next week. So today is three and four, but we're always preparing for next week. So next week's five and six. And we watched episode five last night. And man, oh man, is it getting good. I just, I forgot how many different things happened with all the different characters. You kind of only remember Walt uh, after you kind of finish the show. Obviously, because he's the most, he is one of the more memorable characters because he's the lead. But you forget, at least, I did just how many different threads and different character arcs there are in the show that are very, very intriguing and interesting. So episode three opens with the desert and um, there's a very, uh, they're burying the gun. So this is Jesse and Walt now basically after the, the shootout with Tuco between Hank and they're burying the gun and they're in the desert. They're trying to make their way basically back to town and they're not really sure how they're going to do it. I don't even know if they know how far out they drove to Tuco's. Uh, they walk all the way back and they flag down a truck. And you don't really know what their plan is. All you know is that Jesse says, this is a bold plan, Mr. White. Are you sure? And Walt's like, yes. Walt gets in the truck and leaves Jesse. So they're clearly having to separate. It would be kind of stupid to drive into town together. So it almost immediately makes sense to you like why they would need to split up given the fact that you know they were looking Hank showing up is 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 worrying obviously they don't know why he showed up so uh, you end up back at a grocery store and the grocery store clerk is finding clothes on the ground and then she finally finds out that Walt has walked through the store and taken all of his clothes off he's naked you get a little Walter White white butt uh, in here and then they go to the opening title and Walt kind of like rolls his eyes like I can't believe I'm doing this and you're sort of like what on earth (laughs) what on earth are they doing here he wakes up in the hospital and the nurse you can hear the nurse outside the door saying to his family he's only uh, only last day or so seemed to be missing so you're getting kind of bits and pieces here of okay he's going to be claiming to be missing days like something happened to him Uh, Walter Jr. tells him about Hank's shootout, and obviously Walt has to take an interest in it, even though he literally saw it happen. Again, one of the cool things they do in the show is they have his normal life crossing paths with his his alternate life as, as Heisenberg. Uh, Hank is questioned about the shooting so this is when you're going to start to see more of the other characters arcs develop. Hank's a bit of a caricature up to this point and now you're going to start to get more bits and pieces I'm not going to talk about episode 5 but even more things start to happen with Hank that are of interest so again he's no longer just the DEA cocky uncle caricature they start to deepen uh, sort of the arc with his character and um 
But we find out what you know. Why were you there? He was actually out there on personal matters. He was not out there as a DEA agent. Uh, he was looking for Jesse. So now Jesse's a part of this. They they were looking for Jesse's car. Jesse's car was there and gets all shot up. So the cops are at Jesse's and Badger and Jesse can't go in. So they break into the basement and they have to tear down all the cooking supplies and they have to get them out of there because now Jesse is essentially. He's he's a person of interest, you could say. He's not wanted for anything just yet. They move into the RV, and Badger gets his gets his cousin to tow the RV, and he gives Badger instructions. They need probable cause. I'm going to give it to him, to them. So essentially, what Jesse's trying to do is he wants to set it up for. He wants to be arrested. Essentially, he wants to be taken in. He's going to give him probable cause, and. It's actually really, really a brilliant plan if you think about it. They don't, they don't really state this and beat you over the head with it. But this plan is elaborate and so well thought out. And you know that it came from Walter White because Jesse's like, this is a bold plan. Are you sure about this? So Walt's being told he's going to need to stay in the hospital since they don't really know what happened. He, they're, they're, cl- they're calling it a, a fugue state or a, a temporary form of like a psychosis or something and so you're now their plan's starting to look a little shaky it's like oh, this might not work out Walt's gonna get stuck in a hospital for who knows how long and his story might get picked apart if he's not careful uh, Jesse is arrested he knows it's coming you can see how nervous he is he kind of is back at that rundown motel with the girl from an earlier episode one of the uh, one of the prostitutes and Hank interrogates Jesse and I actually think this is one of the scenes where you grow in respect for Jesse as a character up to now he's kind of weak he gets pushed around he's kind of a he's kind of a chump and in this scene he actually stays strong and and stays to his story and is not shaken at least not visibly shaken by Hank so you really I think I did I you grow in some respect for this guy man he had to do the harder part here uh, obviously taking off your clothes in a grocery store is embarrassing but Walt's just laid up in a hospital having to maintain a confused story Jesse's got to go face to face with the DEA agent uh, and I thought he did a great great job so he goes and interrogates Wendy and the, this is actually one of the more humorous parts in the show they actually use humor very well in Breaking Bad it's not it's not super often but when it happens it's actually pretty funny I think she remembers Hank Hank uh, actually d- drove Walt Jr. to this motel earlier in the in season one to scare him straight because they thought he was smoking pot and uh, she's like you wanted me to bang that you wanted me to bang that football player the cripple kid um, and it's, I thought that was a funny turn of events that Hank's plan kind of blows up in his face. Oh, this isn't going to work. Walt talks to the psychiatrist and he says, we can't allow you to leave until we know it won't happen again. So Walt asks about patient conf- doctor patient confidentiality. So Walt opens up. This is one of the few times you're going to get some honesty, not total honesty, but you get some honesty from Walter White. It's slowly fading. He's becoming more and more dishonest, need be, of his of his secret life. And he says there was no fugue state, and he makes up some hitchhiking story. Because he's like, I gotta get out of stinking hospital. And so he leverages doctor-patient confidentiality to tell sort of the truth. Why would you run? The doctor's like, why would you run? This is another one of those legendary speeches. We got a great one from Skylar a couple episodes ago where Hank said we have to support Marie and 
you know, Skylar just absolutely breaks down how stupid and selfish Marie is being and how hard Skylar has it right now with a, uh, a baby on the way, a dying husband, no money. Like, that's a legendary speech. The speech here we get from Walt about why would you run is absolutely stellar. The writers of the show continue to show you they've got what it takes to create really, really good tension and character, but also really, really good monologues. Then Hank brings in the old man, uh, the uncle of Tuco, Tuco's uncle, and now it's a little concerning. It's like, oh no, he's going to recognize Jesse, and Jesse objects. He's like, this guy's not even on this planet right now, and they get him to confirm where he is, what you know, what, what date it is, and all that, um, and so they're going to ask him questions, but... As, uh, as things tend to continue to turn just at the right time for Jesse and Walt, you think, oh, they are about to get caught from the very first episode, from the pilot episode to now. They continue to dangle the threat, and then boom, everything works out okay. This guy will not snitch. He's old school. He won't tell the DEA anything. Even though he knows Jesse had something to do with Tuco dying, he can't compromise on his principles of snitching to the cops. He won't do it. He ends up uh well he won't respond and he pushes himself up in his wheelchair and he takes a dump in his <laughs> that's his answer and he stares into hank's face while he does it jesse gets cult- cut loose calls his dad for a ride and his dad won't help so it's clear that even though jesse can kind of breathe a sigh of relief at this point uh it's it's also clear his life is not going to get any better anytime soon so he calls walt Walt still wants to cook. What's changed, Jesse? And then Walt remembers the cash. So he has to break into his own house. So Walt's like, oh my gosh, the cash and the gun are in the, you know, the, the diaper box. So he breaks into his own house and he, and he, and he basically uh, hides it back into, uh, into the thing. He sees Sky and Walter Jr. wake up and he kind of watches them and he somehow gets out um, and he sees the bus, he goes to the bus stop and he sees a sign about himself. And I like that they do this to Walt as a character. They don't just let him off scot-free to become Heisenberg and just quote-unquote break bad. He's constantly having his family and the lies and the pain he's causing thrust into his face. He sees them alone in the morning while he's, you know, in the hospital. He's dragging them through this terrible time and it's all a lie. And then he sees the missing poster and he realizes, oh my gosh, they were, they were, there are consequences for my actions and they're constantly putting that in front of his face. Hank watches the footage again of when the barrel gets stolen and the blue meth they, they know it's the same as that other that they've seen. It's the purest that they've seen, and so since the first batch. So it's undeniable at this point that the DEA is still going to be on the lookout and, and trying to sniff out where this meth is coming from because it's so pure. There's got to be a big player involved, and that obviously is concerning if you're wanting Walt to kind of pull this off, pull it off. Hank has a surprise celebration with a cake and a present. They give him the cube, uh, and you see it later. It's Tuco's grill because he visits Walt, and he's like, look what they gave me. And now that comes in in a later episode, which is pretty cool. But for now, you just kind of see it. Uh, Walt gives Hank a look, which is almost menacing when they're in the hospital, kind of in the background. Periodically, I think Walt, they're very intentionally with you know, Brian Cranston being given an opportunity to channel Heisenberg when Heisenberg isn't present. And you got to be very observant to pick up on it. And I think this is one of those times that he does that. Um, and then Walt goes home, puts on the hat. He's naked. He's joking around with Skylar, asking if she needs anything from the 7-Eleven. And then 
you just like the situation with Jesse Jesse breaks free from you know J, from the DEA interview but then his dad won't pick him up Walt gets home jokes with his wife but then immediately is faced with she asks about the second cell phone so Walt lies and she won't kiss him goodnight so in a very very similar fashion the pattern of storytelling is very clear here they're never completely out of the woods even when it seems like they're out of the woods they're not Jesse's dad won't help him Walt's wife is still like something else is going on here second cell phone is going to become a big problem so episode 4 they revisit the black and white eerie opening from the season where there's a pink teddy bear in the pool uh, and then there's someone in a hazmat suit fishing it out of the pool and then they actually put it next to evidence bags and the last bag is Walt's glasses so they continue to do this this is a very artistic um I call it a looky-loo style of, of storytelling. They do this often. They did it with Jesse's car bouncing and bullet holes in it. And you think, oh my gosh. And it had nothing to do with them. I mean, it did, but it didn't. They do a lot of looky-loo uh, teasers like this. Uh, Jesse somehow got a motorcycle. We don't really know how. He meets Walt at a store and Walt gives Jesse $600. And then they wait, then they have to wait to cook. So basically, they're like, we can't cook right now. He's giving Jesse some money because things are bad right now. Jesse doesn't have any money. Doesn't know what he's going to do. Um, Walt makes his family a big breakfast. So now we're seeing Walt attempting to sort of rebuild the Walter character because he's been sort of torn down. He feels like he's been exposed. So he starts making breakfast. Um, and then while he's cleaning up from breakfast, he's explaining the second cell phone was an alarm that was going off. And Skylar just leaves. She says nothing. She's, she's clearly annoyed or angered by the fact that he's attempting to explain away the second cell phone because she is confident that he has a second cell phone. So anything he says about it that is not the truth, she's going to be uh, pretty irritated by. So Jesse is then uh, meeting with his parents at the lawyers. They're kicking him out of his aunt's house. His mom saw the basement. She's like, I saw your basement. So they slide the pictures in front of him. He's got three days to vacate or they're going to hand the photos over to the authorities. So similarly, again, both of their lives are kind of running parallel here. Every time it seems like they're going to catch a break and get on the other side of things, things get bad. So Walt, wife's not believing him, leaves the house. Jesse getting kicked out of his house. His little cook lab got uh, got discovered and he's he's getting booted from his home. Skylar comes back. She's distant. She won't really talk to Walt. Jesse's mom shows up. He confronts her, claims he took care of his aunt when she had cancer and his mom slaps him and leaves. And I like, they don't let you know if Jesse's telling the truth. They don't let you know. Why would she leave the house for him to stay in it? Why would he claim that he was taking care of her and making her sandwiches and taking her to her treatment? Why would Jesse claim that? We don't know. There's she. His mother pushes back on it, but at the same time, it seems like he might actually be telling the truth and there's some shame and some guilt there that his mother carries. So in a very similar, again, almost a parallel universe sort of situation going on here, Skylar comes home, not going well for, well for Walt. Uh, Jesse's mom shows up not going well for Jesse things are not going uh, in the right direction for them Walt's making omelets the next day he learns that Walter Jr. goes by the name Flynn 
and uh, Sky says, I'm going out, thanks though. So she doesn't want breakfast, she's going out. She's doing this, uh, this passive, non-communicative fighting where she's giving Walt the experience that he gave her. She's not saying where she's going. Jesse calls and needs his money. Uh, tensions are rising because he's losing his place of living. Uh, he goes to his bandmate's house and Jesse is like, let's get the band back together. And then the guy's like, yeah, Jesse's going to crash here for a couple nights. The wife comes home. They got a newborn, not a newborn, but they got like a one-year-old baby. And you're like, this, this wife is not going to go for this. <laughs> so he has to come out and tell Jesse he can't stay there. So things just continue to spiral downward for Jesse. This is one of the lowest point. Well, not one of the lowest points, but this is, is going to be one of the lower points Jesse hits in this episode compared to everything you've seen thus far so when he goes to a store and goes to do some things someone steals his bike it literally can't get any worse now he doesn't even have transportation so he breaks into the place where the rv is but he falls into a portage on he gets blue crap all over him he has to wear a gas mask just to fall asleep because the smell is so bad and he actually cries himself to sleep (laughs) on the floor. I mean, this is about as low as you can get, you know. Uh, it, it's it's pretty bad. It's, it's, it's just not it's not looking good uh, for Jesse. So, they go over to Walt's house. Sky leaves again, and Walt takes Walter Jr. driving, because Walt's like, well, I mean, if you're just going to keep leaving, I'm going to do something fun. So, he takes Walter Jr. driving. Walter Jr. prefers to use both feet, and he struggles with all, and he almost wrecks. This is one of the interesting aspects to Walt's character he's insisting on what is right and what the proper way to do things is and you see this he carries this into the cooking of the crystal meth and that has more to do with the product being pure but then you also see this is still part of his personality and who he is as a character is you're gonna do it the right way and his his insistence on this almost causes him to get into an accident and you're already sort of seeing that He's, he's not allowing Walter Jr. to exist as he is. He'll continue in episodes to refer to him as Jr. or Walter Jr. instead of Flynn. And in this situation, he's not even allowing him to drive the car in the way that is the most comfortable for him as someone who suffers with uh, a physical uh, handicap. Uh, Badger's cousin wakes up, sees the blue footprints, uh, and he wakes up Jesse at gunpoint. Jesse bargains, and the guy kicks him out. And you're thinking, what's Jesse going to do now? He's got literally no options. So Jesse steals the RV because the guy is essentially like, I'm going to sell all your stuff. I'm going to get a ton of money for it. So while the guy's on the phone, you know, getting prices on all the different equipment that's back there, the drum of, 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 uh, of the chemicals and all that, he uh, <laughs> Jesse steals the RV. Um... Walt asks Skylar to talk. He apologizes for not being a good partner, and Skylar's like, is that it? So she finally blows up at him. We finally get something from Skylar. It's almost like you feel the frustration that Walt is feeling because you're like, would you just please say something? So she blows up and she says, tell me what's really going on. His face changes. He says, tell you what? She leaves and she says, uh, and he says, you know what I've done for this family. So you could see... If you push him far enough, Heisenberg's starting to get... It it seems like, at least to me, if you push him far enough, Heisenberg starts to come out when he's not supposed to. Because his face changes, and he's like, tell you what? And, and, And then he defends his actions. Doesn't say what he's done, but he says, you know what I've done for this family. And as he goes outside, the RV is there! So... He's very angry. 
<laughs> Jesse wants his half of the money. Walt refuses, and they fight. Uh, Jesse ends up on top, and he's choking him, and Walt's like, do it. Kill me. Like, this is kind of a weird moment. You're wondering, like, why on earth? Uh, they're both kind of at their wits' end. They, they, don't, they, they, they can't get a win, right? Walt can't really put back together his family, and Jesse's lost any semblance of, of stability in his own life as well. It's like... It's, it's, it's almost as if in, in running in perfect tandem parallel, their lives outside of cooking meth are being destroyed by the fact that they're cooking meth. Jesse's lost everything, and Walt seems to be also losing everything in, in, in almost perfect harmony, uh, synchronized together. Jesse comes into the house, cleans off, Walt gets the money, and they split it, and Walt says, want some breakfast? And that's just kind of the end. You think, well... <laughs> you know they're they're going to kind of commiserate and lick their wounds as everything's kind of sucky right now and they're going to have some breakfast and then the episode ends with Skylar going to a gas station and smoking a cigarette and a woman sees her and shakes her head and you are now getting a glimpse into one of the themes of the show is that everybody has a secret or a compromise or somewhere along the lane where they break the rules Marie with the stealing Hank with the Cuban cigars you know, you obviously got Walt and Jesse, and now Skyler, who we thought was pure as the driven snow, gets a cigarette and is smoking while pregnant. Walter Jr. tries to buy beer. Everybody has some level of compromise that they're making on what they think is right and what they know is right, and uh, that's one of the good things about the show is that not anybody, there's no, there's nobody that's pure. Everybody has some sort of a flaw or some sort of a compromise that they make privately so i don't know if we'll do q a or vip call-ins we don't typically do that for breaking bad certain shows and movies don't lend themselves to that if you're in the live audience and you would like to do that let me know in the chat if you're listening or watching this as a past broadcast or as audio again repeat theaterlive.com to take part of these live and as always please like share and subscribe